All right, welcome everybody to the Discovery It podcast. Uh, tonight we have Bill speaking, and he's going to talk about the journey of it through our lives. Go ahead, Bill. Hey, everyone. Okay, I just want to give you a brief mind check for everyone out there. No matter your age, however, this will help those younger if you place it into your daily life and you can remain in control of it, okay? Because the it factors that work on, uh, they work on the negative highlights of your, your daily life far more than your positive highlights. So first off, and you're going to hear me say this a lot, is you can only control what is within your control, meaning your thoughts and your actions, okay? And uh, I'm just going to take it from me, okay? In the recent months, uh, I've experienced betrayal, divorce, my mother becoming ill and placed in a nursing home, uh, also now the death of my father. Um, And you can throw in the COVID jump too, but, you know, with my mindset right now, I'm not really that doesn't concern me as much. But if my past it had control of me, I'd be doing nothing but wallowing in my own self-pity. Because if I, if I didn't understand my internal thoughts through uh, my life coaching experience with Paul, uh, I'd, be, I'd be looking at myself. I'd, I'd probably be sitting at the dining room table and sucking down. I'd probably be, let's see, it's... It's 8 o'clock now. Oh, I'd probably be on a couple beers right now and just thinking that I had no self-worth. I um, wasn't worthy of um, the life that was given to me. Um, and the thing is, is that I have, you know, I'm, I have two homes that I own. I run in a successful business, but take control of your own life and understand um, where you're at can be a different story. And every single aspect of your past from your childhood on up until whatever age you are now uh, plays a key role in that. One of the things that I look at now is um, when I wake up in the morning, you're only guaranteed that day. It doesn't matter. You know, I'm a very spiritual person, but you're, you're only guaranteed that day. So when you wake up, you have to have a positive affirmation when waking up. Because what they say is that the first 20 minutes you wake, you need to think of being, you know, think of being thankful for what you, uh, what you have. You know, you look at the different dynamics of uh, people out there, the families that have kids, your friends, your job, um, you know, you've seen another sunrise. Uh, if you want to take, I'm going to take a little joke here with me. I can't stand that my hair is getting long because of this COVID virus. You know, you got to think about it. You got to be grateful that your hair is growing long right now too. You know, even with the shutdown, we just pray that those, uh, people can come back to work, work healthy and, uh, and get us back to our good looking selves that we are. (laughs) <laughs> but if you think about it, uh, it's traveled with you since you were really young. Okay, most of them say you, you, that you, you start to emulate and take on the traits of those that are closest to you by the, by the age of seven. Now, if you think about it, think about the family dynamics. 
Um, and I'm going to take it in simplistic terms so you will be able to understand. Think about um, what your what your dad drives as a car. Like I'm, I grew up. My dad drove Fords. So you know, throughout my entire life, I've driven Ford automobiles. But then all of a sudden, now I'm driving a Cadillac. You know, so you're taking on what you're used to in your life. Okay, so your upbringing um, is a big contributing factor in how you're going to end up. You know, you're going to end up emulating those that your it attaches you to, your internal thoughts. That's what we mean by it. Okay, uh, you fear those situations that your it knows that are toxic to you. You think about the the different anxieties in your life. Um, mine, because I grew up in an environment where, uh, you know, there was, there could be yelling or physical uh, abuse or just being put down. You know, those anxieties fear up in everyday life that you're dealing with in your workplace. You know, one little word that uh, a coworker could say to you could trigger an anxiety in you that you know, brings you all the way back to what your childhood was. But those are the things that you have to look at to understand that those you can't control because you know, really, you're better than that. So you have to look at it, look at those in a different perspective. Also, depression. You know, you look at the trauma that's created from past experiences that they weren't in your control. You did not control them. They were not your fault. What you have to understand is that you're worth it. You're worth learning about what your past is, how you're, how you're wired to be successful in this life that is very, very short and that really you want to contribute to, you want to be uh, vital to, and you want to be vibrant in it. You don't want to just sit back and have the day in and day out to where you're you're waking up and it's just like the old Dunkin' Donuts commercial where it's time to make the donuts. You don't want to do that. You you know, life is so much more and I've come to appreciate it a lot more. I you know my uh cut off on a tangent here um because I'm staring at it right now. I have a mountain bike here that I've purchased over 23 years ago and I used to ride my daughter up and down the hills of Duluth, Minnesota in a little buggy in the back. Well, I've moved that from Duluth, Minnesota to Charlotte, North Carolina, back from Norfolk, Virginia. It's been all over the place and all it has done in those times is collect dust. But now for all my interesting past experiences these last few months, <laughs> I've changed my ways and I've changed my mindset to get out there and, hey, get active. Go ahead and do the things that you want to do to uh, to enjoy a little bit of outdoor time, especially during this the shutdown we have. But for me, it was because of the... I looked... The, the main, the main caveat to this straight out was 
I sat there and I, I made a, a promise to my, my mother that every other weekend I would go back from Norfolk, Virginia, back to Boston. And I kept that promise up until this shutdown. And what I had done is gone in and I took a look at her. And she's 81 years old and she lived a vibrant life. And she, <laughs> uh, she is a tough broad. And if you haven't heard that term, that's an old term, but it's a good term. And if you can, if the women that listen to this, if you can consider yourself a tough broad and can keep your chin up, then more power to you. Because I looked at my mom and she was just sitting there with really no resilience, no life, nothing. Now, after suffering a stroke, and I just looked and I said, life is too short for all the things that it attacks you on to keep you there. So my mantra has been, life is short. Live it. It's finite. It's not worth worrying over every single thing that you do day in, day out. Oh, my gosh, I have a bill that I have to pay. Oh, I'm, I'm late on my bill. Oh, my gosh, what's that going to do? You know, you're looking at somebody who owed the IRS over $23,000 when he was divorced. And I, I, was a, I was a wreck. I was like, what am I going to do? Well, I turned around and I said, you got to buckle down. And I buckled down, and I, don't owe, I haven't owed that money in years. But um, it's, it's something that you have to look at. You have to face your fears. And if you look at what life gives you and what that little circumstance posed in my life, I thought, I thought life was over. Life wasn't over. I'm still here. I'm talking to you right now. But in that little moment, it killed me. But don't allow those things. It wants to drag you down and allow you to live in that um, area of you're not worth it, you're not capable of doing it, it just wants to keep you in that negative aspect. So if you look at it, it, it drives every aspect of your life. It's going to drive the aspect from your, uh, once you learned it from your childhood, then you grow into your, your mid-20s and your 30s and you're trying to move up with what you want to do for work. Now, remember, your job is a job, okay? The work that you do is the difference that you make in people's lives. So there's a difference between a job and work. And I've learned that through um, excerpts from Talking to Paul and also... You know, one of the other things I wanted to talk to you about is making sure that you get positive reinforcement of what this life is about. And uh, the late Miles Monroe was very good at that. And what you have to understand is that a job is just a job. What you've been placed on this earth to do, that's your work. That's the work that you do. It's whether it's helping other people within your community, whether it's helping other coworkers whether it's helping your spouse, helping your kids, doing something like that is just so important. And that is the purpose of why we're on this earth. And that's what the real meaning of life is. And that's what should be 
driving us to joy is the relationship and the partnership that we have with other people. Right now, it's tough because the social distancing is six feet, or many of us um, are stuck at home and can't see anyone else. There are other ways of getting around it, but the main purpose is to give another meaning to a person's life. You know, you look at that in relationships. You know, uh, think about what it will do in a relationship. You're bringing to it into an environment that's become one. So you're you're you have to deal with making sure that you have uh, the strong communication, the understanding of each other's uh, idiosyncrasies. Um, working together to clearly communicate and empathize and um, create a wonderful atmosphere that you can um, overcome your internal thoughts. Because overall, when we talk about the internal thoughts in these podcasts, it's in the negative because truthfully, if we look at the overall environment, what do we focus on? We focus on the negative. We don't focus on the positive. So focus on the positive in your life. Now, before we even started this podcast tonight, uh, I was at, I thought about my late father on what did he really teach me in this life. And it was tough to come up with ideas of what he did. But I thought about it, and I said he taught me to be the father that he unfortunately wasn't. And he was a father in good ways. You know, don't get me wrong. Um, he provided. Um, however, it wasn't always there for us. But I look at it, and I thought that that was the most important aspect that my internal thoughts always drove into me, uh, feeling that my dad felt that I wasn't worth the time or uh, spending the time with me and doing things with me. So... I learned that, and through with my two children, that was something that I reversed and spent a lot of time doing things with them and understanding uh, what their issues are and being there for those accomplishments through the years and to support them in the endeavors that they want and the dreams that they want, because we all have dreams, you know, and those dreams can come true. It's the drive that you have to do them, and your it won't allow you to build up enough steam to get a drive going, okay? It wants to keep you down there, you know, status quo. I'm not, I'm just, I'm just, no, I, I'm not worth it. I'm not able to do this. I'm not going to be able to get that done. But that's not the truth in this life. You know, if you look at it, you have, a short time on this earth to make a difference. God loves you. God wants you to have a great life. What you have to do is you have to understand that you are worth it. Regardless of your past, you are worth it. Now, if I take it here, you know, again, I'm going to say you can only control you and nothing else, okay? That's out of your control. So I want to go through what are the seven characteristics of life. And the first, uh, first one is the responsiveness to the environment. Now, we've already talked about 
what your environment is. You're the one that makes the decision on what your environment's going to be. Is it going to be positive or is it going to be negative? You want to take that positive aspect of it and forget the negative. There's always going to be negative in every single person's life. But if you look at just taking every little aspect of your life and changing it into a positive, that can work. I, you think about, uh, in a broader spectrum, what I just said about my father. I took the negative aspects of my childhood to turn them into a positive aspect of my childhood. Now, if you think about even your daily routine at work, there are negative aspects or things that you may procrastinate about or things that you fear or things that you have anxiety about when you go into your workplace. But if you take it and control that yourself, what your outlook is on how you're going to approach it, you can create your positive aspect out of it and control your environment. Secondly is growth and change, okay? And we're talking about the characteristics of life. So the, the second one in the characteristics of life is growth and change. If I, I look back at myself and I can take it from, my, from Paul, who I've been life coaching with for over a year and a half, where I was a year and a half ago to where I am now is far different. And it's the perspective the understanding and the outlook I have on my self, my inner qualities, and the, the understanding that I control only myself and not other people that have their own internal thoughts that they have to deal with. So if you think about it that, there, that is, that's a big one. If you can contain yourself to understand your own self and start to love yourself, because you were, you're not a mistake. When you were born, you were not a mistake. You were placed here for a purpose. And if you take that and you change it into a positive aspect to continue in your life, it's, you'll be far better off. The third aspect is ability to reproduce. Now, they're looking this, at this in the biological sense, okay? But... I would look at this, and if you're looking at this in a life coaching sense, you're looking at this, and you want to reproduce more, okay, let's get cliche, positivity. Let's get the positivity back in each other's lives. You know, there, I'm not perfect, far from perfect. I have a million flaws, some that I haven't even discovered yet. But if I look at it, and I understand that, you know what, the things that I can control are my, my inner thoughts and I can control anybody else's and I'm going to live my life without fear of any reciprocation of those others' internal thoughts and give that to someone else. I'm reproducing what positive aspects I want to in my life. So think about don't think about it in the biological sense. Think about it more in the life coaching sense that we're talking about now. Then have a metabolism and breathe. Okay, think about how to how do you respect your body? You know, I was re, I was disrespecting my body with oh, 
plenty of beer at night or uh, not exercising or even what your it wants to do is it's not respecting your mind on what you're what you're taking in or allowing it to tell you how um, shameful you may be, how worthless you may be, how things aren't going your way. You know, those are the things that you just flip it over and look at what uh, what your metabolism is. Take the metabolism and turn it to a positive aspect, okay? Every day is filled with worry. You're going to look at the worry of every day when the mailman comes, you get another bill. There may be the worry that you can't pay it. You know what? I was afraid to call doctors to pay, you know, that I had a doctor's bill. Or, you know, I'm going, I shouldn't have gotten this doctor's bill. This isn't right. Well, I ignore it. Don't ignore what's out there. Take it in head on and go for it and call, call up the bill collector. Tell them, okay, this is what I can give you. Stand strong. They're going to try to tell you, okay, uh, we want you to give us $50 a week. Oh, well, I can give you 10 Well, 50 is our minimum. I'm sorry. I can only give you 10 Don't allow your it to control you and to have other people control you in that aspect. You are the creator of your own stage. And you want that stage to be like Broadway. You want it to be out there where you're kicking it and you have a packed audience and you're going for your second encore. You are the person who controls what you want to do. The next one is passing traits on to offspring. So if you look at what uh, you learn from Paul in the life coaching, it's what you, your past program conditioning brings you into what your reality is right now. And if you, if you had a negative past, you're bringing that negative past into your future. And what you need to do is you need to, you need to work on the positive aspects through, uh, you know, the understanding of uh, word, de- word, word definition and, um, where you came from and what the, the, the traumatic atmospheres were in your life. Um, the next one, which is more biological, but I actually was able to fill it, fill it more with some life coaching experiences, producing homeostasis, which that definition is the ability to maintain internal stability with organs. So you're thinking of your blood pressure, your temperature, your overall health, you know, the stability of an organism to compensate for environmental change. So if you think about it, your it is part of your mind. That's part of your an environmental organism in your body, which is your brain, which your brain controls the other aspects of your body, which is your blood pressure. So if you have your anxiety or your depression, you may have blood pressure issues. Um, it, just your overall mindset causes health issues. You know, the sickness, uh, diabetes, everything, that's all involved with what you control, okay? You control what you're bringing into your mind and what you're giving out. So if you're giving a positive spin on what's in your life, 
you're controlling your mind, and then your mind is controlling your body. So take it more on a positive aspect of what you're doing in your life, and you'll see your body change and your metabolism, your breath, your homeostasis is all going to change for the better. Then being made of cells, that's straight up, to me, that's what we don't have right now, which is community. You know, we're out here talking, Jody, myself, Ray, and Paul, we're out here talking about the different things that you can do to improve your life situations. But, you know, we're doing it in a podcast group to where sometimes it's great to, Paul gets out there every day to get out and do it one-on-one. You know, we can't do that right now. So that's where I take the, the being made of cells aspect, just being human. So what I want to leave you with, and I'm going to leave you with me and what I feel is the aspect of life. One, it's too short. It's my choice to live positive or negative, okay? I'm not going to live in fear. You know, do things that you want to do. Travel, you know, do life. Go out and ride your bike. Don't be afraid to pay the bill, okay? It is what it is. Take it in baby steps at the beginning, and then you'll start to build up. It's just like uh, when people teach you to try to, you know, save some money. You might start off small and, and save a few cents, and then all of a sudden you're up to $10, $20, $50. You know, you look at uh, uh, Ray's outlook on, on money and how he's changed his life around. You know, there are so many different ways of looking at how you want to control your life. Now, control what you control, okay? Each day is a blessing. Take each day as a blessing. You know, you're not guaranteed the next day. You know, I don't care how old you are. You know, I'm 56. We have youngins. We have old old folks on this on this call. But you're not guaranteed tomorrow regardless of your age. So take each day as a blessing. And then give it back to somebody as a blessing. Okay? Look at helping others that are less fortunate. You know, you don't have to enable them. But guide them. Guide, guide them with... What God's given you, you know, God's given each one of you that listens to this a gift. You know, you may not have uh, discovered it yet, but like me, mine is the gift of gab, if you can't understand it right now. But yes, that's a, it's a gift of gab and to go on. But to understand that you've each been placed on this earth for a purpose and to, you know, don't allow anybody to take that away from you and don't just give handouts, you know, because then you're taking away from yourself. But just at least help guide people in this in this thing we call life. In a relationship, look at it, you know, a relationship, that's a partnership. So you should be looking at helping each other. You know, um, clear communication is huge. Um, respect for each other's past. We all have a past. So irregardless of it, you know, if you're in a relationship, you've decided that you want to be with that person, you have to respect that person and respect that person's past and learn to understand it versus learning to judge it. You know, 
build on something for your offspring to emulate in a positive aspect versus a negative. If you think about the shutdown, uh, I was talking to Ray a little earlier about this, you, you think of this shutdown, it can bring negative and positive effects to a family. But if you take the outlook of wanting to be positive in it, think of what your children, especially younger children, are going to take away from mom and dad being there with them for school and just the playtime and the interaction that you have and building a fort maybe in the living room or uh, what's the old-fashioned stuff, the Lincoln Logs or Hot Wheels or unfortunately now everything's built on video games, but get into that physical aspect of the children, okay? Because it looks to be... It looks to be... Um, the negative side of what it, it, it wants to drive into you. It wants to keep you down there and bring you back to those past uh, negative aspects of your life. You know, so take that chance to live for, for yourself first. You know, that's the most important is make sure you're living for yourself because once you love you, you can love others and you can help others. That's my mindset in a nutshell for you tonight. And uh, I hope you at least got something out of it. And because I could ramble on forever, I can keep rolling, but it's, uh, you know, chew on that. And uh, hopefully that can help many of you out there and enjoy what you enjoy, what you have and know that life is short and just live it to the best of your ability. Amen. Thank you very much, Bill. And um, so when you talked about controlling your life and uh, choice, um, what did you do to take control of certain things? And um, what are some ways that you, some things that you did to do that? Well, uh, many of the things there is it, it was, it started off to where I was, I was an individual who just, I just felt less than, you know, I want, um, and I'm, you know, I've always I've always been a straightforward, good guy, nice guy, but there was always that lack of from my past. I was always thinking of um, myself as less than because that, from my past program conditioning of how I grew up, I was told that, but that is not me, and it's it's. It lived in my life through my first marriage. It lived in my life in my second marriage to where I gave love, but I also didn't, I, I don't think I felt worthy of, um, one, receiving it, but also, two, when I was giving it, I felt that, okay, was it enough? So, well, I, you know, I still felt like I wasn't uh, up to the task when I really was giving enough. It's just that my internal thoughts are telling me, oh, yeah, you know, you're not worth it. You know, what are, you did this, but that, that's, you know, they didn't care about that and this and that. But uh, that's what, your, that's what your, your internal thoughts want you to do. What I, what I turned around and looked at, and it was between what Paul's taught me and the understanding of my past and where I am now is I've, I've just looked at what I've experienced between betrayal and the life experiences of uh, the past few months. 
I don't control those. I haven't been in control of those. I can only control what I am going to take into my mind and my thoughts and how I'm going to react to them. And I reacted to the betrayal, I think, in a manner that was very human and that was out of my control because I actually didn't betray anyone. It wasn't, that wasn't my side of the story. So, so I know that my soul is good. So, but it took a while for me to understand that to where I, uh, you know, what did I do wrong? And, but it wasn't me. It was the internal thoughts of the other person that they wanted the internal thoughts get the better of them and kept them to where they were in a comfortable state to where me, I understood, no, I am far better than what's being portrayed. So between that and then coupled with, uh, like I said earlier, seeing my mother, just looking at life in general, you know, we go through life, we have people that are in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, maybe 80s on this call, and my mom's in her 80s and sitting there, and I think back and I'm like, do I want to be, what am I going to be able to reflect on in my life if I was in a state like that? What was the difference that I made on this earth? One, for myself, but also for other people. And when I saw my wife who was vibrant, my, I'm sorry, not my wife, my mom, my mom who was vibrant and a go-getter and a really tough broad and loved people and loved doing things and intelligent and just did all this stuff and just sitting there and couldn't get her mind straight, I thought about it. I'm going, Wow. That could be me someday. That could be each one of us someday. And I didn't want that. So I've just taken it on to where, no, life is too short. And when you get up in the morning, thank him for allowing you to get up. Um, you're going to have those pitfalls every day. And I just took it to where, no, I, okay, if I'm going to have a pitfall, let's go ahead and hit it head on and just go from there. So that's where, that's how I've, I've, conditioned myself to try to live. Of course, I have my, I have my tough days. I had a tough, you know, I told Paula I had a tough night last night, but I understood where uh, the, the perspective of what I was dealing with. If I didn't, then, you know, it would probably take me more time to recover from the, uh, the past and the negative feelings that I had uh, versus how I'm built now and I can go forward with them. I hope you could understand that or makes it kind of clear. But yeah, between Paul's past program conditioning and the understanding of that and, um, you know, word definition and word understanding and just once you become, get up to a certain level like you and Ray and Paul, you know, where you're understanding where you're at in your life, um, you can can take control of what it's doing to you. Very good. I hope that answered the question. Yes. <laughs> it, it does. And, you know, like you said, taking control, choice, right? You have to know that you have choice in taking control. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we have the... Go ahead. 
Yeah, if you think about it, take your take your life in this aspect. I'll give you one saying. You are not second choice. Okay? Take your life as first choice. Okay, for you and whatever whatever endeavors you get into, you are not second choice. Take the choices for yourself and know that you're the first choice out there. Sounds good. And um, so we have the the three-step process to identify, confront, and be proactive. So what are some ways that you've identified these things and what did you do to confront them and what are some of the actions you've took to be proactive on a daily basis? Well, identifying, uh, in the identifying stage, it was, uh, you know, going through uh, a number of steps with Paul to understand what my past was about, okay, you know, what my childhood was, and even, you know, past relationships uh, through your, uh, throughout your entire life, all the way up until where you are now. If, naturally, I'm looking at, me being in my mid fifties, so he was, he had to dissect and work with me through what I what I experienced in my childhood years, all the way up through my mid fifties. So every each each person that's listening to this, you're going to be at a different stage. If you're younger, you're better off because you don't have that many years to go through. Man, you know it's like uh, it can take forever when you get into your mid fifties to understand where you're at. <laughs> but uh, yeah, to to understand where you're at is the first thing, and then um, taking the the steps is to understand what your self worth is. Because, uh, you know, like I said, we weren't placed here for no reason, and uh, we each have a brain, and we're each fully capable of understanding the the difference between right and wrong, good and evil. But if you look at your it. Your it wants to bring you back to just really not doing anything and to uh, thinking more on the negative aspect of it. You know, there are positive aspects of it, um, but that's, that's all dependent on what your upbringing was. Um, and you always have those, those positive past experiences in your life. But it's more, unfortunately, the negative part that drives how you end up living your life. So... What I did to control it was to know, no, I am worth um, what I've done in my life. I, you know, I am a good man. I, I have things to contribute to this society. You know, I have been a good contributor in my workplace. I have been a good husband, a good father. It, you know, it's all been, it, like I said, it's based off of, uh, the lenses you're looking through and the lenses you're looking through uh, right now, if you don't understand it and your internal thoughts, that w- that's what we mean by the it. Um, if it has control of you, then you're looking through a lens that is more negative than it is positive. So understanding and knowing uh, uh, your past uh, and being able to uh, dissect it and to uh, uh, be able to actually come to terms with it is, uh, I should say, is probably the best thing. 
And then right now, to move forward, uh, I've just decided, no, life is too short. You know? Uh, it, you take life, so many of us, we each take life for granted every day. We think we're going to wake up the next day, get up and go to work. We may not. You know, or we may be at work and suffer an illness or, you know, go through the life experiences that we've gone through or losing a loved one, uh, losing family members, maybe losing, uh, you know, losing a relationship there somewhere. So, no, it's, that's the lens I'm looking through now is that life is finite. Live it to the best capability you can each day. Irregardless, you're not going to be perfect each day. You're not going to have a jovial day each day. But you can take positive aspects of somewhere in an hour of the day that was good. Take that and just run with it. Fill yourself with positive uh, affirmations, you know, through YouTube or books. Um, You know, uh, I've mentioned them before with uh, Les Brown and Miles Monroe and not to mention Paul. So you and you want to do those things daily or else you can get driven down into being a negative negative thinker and allowing uh, your internal thoughts to revert you back to negativity. Thanks, Bill. Yeah, definitely the like you mentioned, the daily affirmations, you know, continuously talking about how you're good enough and how you can do certain things and capabilities and build up your own self-worth is really strong on the proactive part uh, to overcoming your it. And um, you talked about, you know, it throughout your life and different things. And and then you mentioned that it sometimes gets the better of you. Um, It's pretty powerful. What do you think the strongest it thing that you had in your life was to overcome? Self-worth. So forth because I went through a negative aspect with my uh, my childhood with my father. Um, it, the, if I think back of the certain different things of you know you're not going to amount to anything, and then uh, you know my first ma- I think of my oh well I think of my relationships uh, that I was just there. <laughs> I, you know I think that I was just there as, like, for in some relationships, I was just there as an object and not a person that had feelings. Um, and then you're manipulated uh, through your life, through in relationships uh, that you end up holding on to. You know, I held on to those, that I was only supposed to be an object or perform. Um, and then my first marriage, I was... Uh, you know, me, I was mentally abused to where um, it was like everything was negative, you know, and I tried to do everything. I was trying to be a people pleaser, and you can't please people. You, you, you have to understand that you cannot please everyone. The only person you should be pleasing is yourself and to make sure that you have a positive aspect of yourself. The rest you do not control. But that I never, I didn't understand that for ten years of that marriage, and it drove me down further and further. And then, oh, my second marriage. You know, I look at my second marriage, and I oh, I just I wanted it. I wanted it to be till the end of my life, but it ended up being you know twelve years. 
and it was the same thing in a different aspect is that we we had two internal it was attacking on it, it was attacking me and it was attacking her and then you take those two it's like oil and water um there was so much um to dissect and to understand between each other's it that it it came too late it came too late to uh to salvage anything now it's unfortunate but uh, but that's how it occurred uh so i i look at it as understanding my self-worth i look at myself now uh no life's too short i don't care what other people think they can think whatever they want the only thing that i'm bummed out about right now is not having a haircut uh, that's really the biggest thing. Um, and I just want to turn around and live life each day. Like it is my last, uh, I might not be, you know, flying off to Italy or, uh, you know, going on a cruise, you know, which those are things I definitely want to do, you know, thanks to Ray and his outlook on life. But, uh, you know, I'm going to get out there. I'm going to ride my bike. I'm going to respect my body more. I'm going to uh, work at what I've always done is, uh, it, it, even at my job, is contributing to bringing the people, the younger group up, you know, train the young ones up because, you know, I'm not going to stay in my position forever and someone has to take over and you want if you if you want someone to take over and, you have the good aspects of uh, what you're doing in your job. You know, contribute those to other people. You know, give those as a blessing. And uh, I think you've done your work. And then also to, to give to other people like we're doing on these, uh, on these podcasts. You know, for me to give my testimony years ago if I didn't understand my past or uh, learn to love myself, I'd feel that it was an embarrassment to tell you all the issues that I've had in my life. But I'm not, no, now it's to help other people. Thank you, Bill. Right. So you heard Bill talk about the journey of it through his lives and some different examples. Uh, What are some some things that you've dealt with with it and uh, your internal thoughts and things that you've had to overcome in your life? Um, yeah, I can say, uh, first off, I, I definitely appreciate that topic and that, uh, um, explanation. A lot of that, it seems like I've gone through, uh, in different or similar ways and feel like I'm, you know, hearing it from Bill and with his experience, you know, a lot of those things and those realizations coming to recently, it lets me know I'm on the right track, you know, and, uh, you know, dealing with it, I think the biggest thing throughout my process is realizing that it's something there to deal with. Um, you know, that putting a, a name or a face to the target, you know, or the thing that you have to overcome in order to accomplish these things. Um, definitely has helped me and it's affected me in so many different areas, you know, that, and has been the main thing 
to get in my way with getting to where I'm at now, you know, through, uh, um, learning how to navigate and deal with relationships, how to, like you said, Bill, uh, learning how to be who you're meant to be, you know, through realizing that every day is a blessing and each moment could be your last. And really that, you know, taking in that understanding that I don't know what comes first, you know, the things that we've learned with Paul or that realization, you know, or if that realization is just a, a result of all the growth that we've gone through, but realizing that, I mean, life, that's one guarantee is that it ends, you know, at least as we know it at some point, you know, and that, that, that time is on its way, you know, it's, 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 uh, I think a lot of us, we get locked into different fantasies or ideas of the world, especially through, uh, information overload and social media and things like that. So we, it's easy to get locked into concepts of, you know, death being something that happens somewhere else at some other, something that we can't even fathom. But in reality, it's very simple and it's, it's very, uh, definite, but yet most of us don't live that way. You know, we live, it's something that I've realized. It's that, you know, when we take in that into consideration that that time is coming and we live our life in that way, it, it definitely leads to a, a much different life, much different quality of life, much different, uh, uh, more thought and purpose that you put into your life. And dealing with it is an inevitable part of that process. You know, and like you said, awareness, that awareness is a huge part of the process because you got, you've got to be able to see and understand that there's an enemy there and that that's something uh, you're, you're going to have to face. And so many people that, you know, so many people avoid that, that uh, through hiding in a way it's like you hide behind a false hope, this idea or this fantasy <clears throat> that there's a world where you can get what you want, but not have to go through any of the challenges that, perceive that sort of blessing as you can put it or that sort of awakening or that sort of realization or that sort of uh, uh, satisfaction through fulfillment we want we all want that in some way it means different things to everyone else but or to each person but we're looking for that satisfaction in some in some way through fulfillment but I think at times we get locked into this hope that there's some path somewhere that we just have to find where we can get that without having to face some things that we might not want to face. Uh, even one of those things being that there's an it out there, that there's an entity, that there's a, a force that is meant to harm you. It's meant to stop your growth. It's meant to distract you. It's meant to lead you astray. All these things, uh, that's one of the biggest, you know, the boogeyman, you know, nobody wants to consider that possibility. Nobody wants to face that, let alone dissect all the, you know, dirty things in our past and 
you know, things that we regret and uh, wished hadn't happened, things that people repress and don't want to look at and deal with, that it has woven into our lives. We don't want to look at it. We don't want to look at those things either. Um, not realizing that that's a, the main obstacle or the main thing that's preventing us from moving beyond it and living, you know, a, a more purposeful life. So, you know, I, I agree. I, I, I found myself listening to uh, your talk Bill and was just you know I was like he's hitting the nail on the head with with everything you were saying something that I've either uh, had been going through or recently realized and it just seems like we're definitely on the same page I don't know you know we've got the fact that we work with Paul in common he's got us on the same <laughs> got us all on the same trajectory <laughs> but but it's good stuff and it's stuff that me you know I'm a very firm believer of doing your own research, coming to your own conclusions. So uh, I give Paul all the credit I do knowing, you know, that I've thought this stuff through myself and, and I, these are conclusions that I've come to um, on my own after Paul, you know, showing them to me. And, um, you know, all the stuff that you were saying, I, I completely agree with and you know with positive reinforcement and stuff like that it's like it's almost like looking at life as a science and these different energies they're very real we just call them different things and different slangs and you know habits and things like that and social groups and this conditioning that we we go through from young you know a very young age we've through what we've been doing has been dissecting that, you know, looking at it like a science and, and applying positive reinforcement energy to change those tides. You know, this is like sorcery in a sense, you know, Harry Potter stuff. Um, but it's very real. And whether you use that terminology or another, this stuff is the same underneath, you know, at its core. And it's looking at, how we've come to be, you know, how we've been condi conditioned and then using those sorts of tactics like positive affirmations and our life to our, mostly our disadvantage, you know, and that's a, a numbers game too. I always, people think, uh, well, why, if you just went with the flow, why would it be majority at your disadvantage? Why is there so much harm out there? It's, it's really, I think, a matter of quality and quantity that it's, there's no, there's no, uh, it's still, it's still balanced. You know, there's still a duality. It's just that the, the amount of people that are, are refined in their thought and their actions and their behaviors, either way, whether for good or for bad, are going to be the minority and that that minority holds far more weight than the majority, but majority if you allow yourself to be affected by any and everything, it's going to be the majority, you know, which is of a, a weaker substance. You know, it's, it's everything and everyone who hasn't applied any or much effort to get something different than what was thrown at them. You know, you're going to get the quant the quantity over the quality with that. And, um, and that's all it is. You know, it's, it's not that, 
uh, you could paint any face on it that you want. And I think a lot of people do that. They say, oh, so there's some big bad boogeyman or it or the devil that just wants to bring everybody down. And you can look at it that way or you can look at it <clears throat> like it's just num it's just science, it's math, it's balance, it's uh what you would expect, you know, uh, in a life design the way that this is. I've been looking at that as something that just takes over my mind most of the time is when I'm thinking about things is through the lens of duality and how everything that we experience is based on polarities and based on opposites and there's no situation that you could have a full experience without the duality the the, the opposite poles that basically to me everything that we perceive is strung on this this uh base of this platform or this blueprint you know that otherwise can't exist you know so um the it is very real no matter what you call it so it's something that you have to you definitely if you want to have some sort of grip or understanding on your life and and, and be able to manifest some purpose into your reality it's this is stuff that's uh like I said, no matter how you how you put it, what word you put it into, this is all we're you know touching on the core of uh, living a purpose driven life, you know, with this stuff. So, you know, I just say all that to say I totally agree with everything you said. You know. Yeah, but if you really look at it, let's look at, um, yeah, and this could be another subject for another podcast for us. But if you really look at what does society look, what is the lens that society looks through? They look through the lens of negativity. You know, even in business practices, we're always focused on if something is negative, then we focus on the negative all the time instead of what if someone did something well? Are we focusing on the positive things that are out there? So that's a mind. That's a mindset, and it's so the devil is alive and well in everything to keep you down to where you're at, and in every aspect of your life. So if you don't look at the positive aspects that you brought to your uh, brought to the table, and in the life that you have now, look at the positive aspects. I want you to you know. Anyone who's listening, think about the positive aspects you brought to your life. It, everyone has them. And just take those. You can build on those as much as you can build on negative ones. So build on the positive ones instead of the negative ones. And I'll shut up. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Ray, for talking about... Um how it has affected your life. And, you know, one of the things too you mentioned is life coaching. You know, we don't say what to believe and what not to believe and what decisions to make. We just give you information and help people determine how to make decisions for themselves. And, you know, for me, like my internal thoughts and my past program conditioning had a lot to do with, you know, different things that kind of influenced my decisions, kind of controlled my life. Um, unwittingly, whether I knew it or not. And for me, 
you know, identifying different things, um, sometimes wasn't that hard, but the confronting, like Ray said, you know, facing those different things, um, facing those different regrets and things like that, and actually making a decision and a choice to be proactive and, and change those types of things. That was kind of the, that's where all the work is doing that proactive stuff. And, you know, we mentioned self-worth also. So just, even if it's not like a strong negative self-worth, sometimes we don't have a, a self-worth in like a positive aspect. Like maybe we don't think we are good enough to do great things or good enough to own a, a great car like Ray has and things like that. So we have this negative negativity in a sense where kind of holds us back and restricts us. So, um, Paul, what, would you like to add stuff to the, the podcast? Well, I'll tell you one thing. It's been a very good uh, uh, podcast tonight. And just like each and every one of you mentioned, you know, uh, life has been a, a challenge from birth until, you know, today. And uh, it's just how we decide to uh, choose the choices that we make uh, to make our own destiny, you know, a successful destiny. And uh, like for the first 35 years of my life, um, uh, you know, it was a harder challenge than it is today because I only made choices through the prep pass program conditioning that I was taught. But, you know, after I learned that and discovered it, that uh, we do have choices and that we have opportunity, you know, to be captains of our own destiny. Uh, it wasn't until then that I realized, you know, my life can be a whole lot different than what I thought it could be. So why not choose my destiny rather than allow my world of the past control it. Um, I really, you know, uh, enjoyed each and every one of y'all's uh, uh, statement tonight. It's so true that uh, we make our own choices, but until we understand that we have a choice, uh, we are victims of the past. And I just want to appreciate each and every one of you because uh, I think this uh, podcast has really uh, uh, opened the eyes of many people out there. And uh, just keep on the good work and uh, enjoy each and every one of you and uh, just continue on. Thanks, Jody. Thank you, Paul. Uh, does anybody else want to add anything else? All right, and um, so you can find us all next week, uh, Thursday night at 7.30, and you can call in at 515-604-9530 and access code 655145. Thank you, everybody, and thanks for sharing.